another episode of Respectfully Disagree. I have my co-host with me, Kid Sway and Mandy. Hey, what's up, y'all? What's up? <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> Nothing much, man. You know, it's a long week. This week has seen, I think, like the longest week ever for me. I don't know why. Maybe because the holiday is around the corner. Barbecue. Barbecue. Barbecue, anyone? So, and football. Oh, yes. and, oh my God, that's why it's long. Thank you, because I'm waiting on the football season to start next week. Yeah, we're gonna touch on that eventually. But yo, listen, we have a super crazy show today. I mean, we got people doing some crazy ass shit. <laughs> so I'm gonna start out with this one. Icon is what they call her, but well, she's an icon, you know, '70s icon, Grace Jones. Yo, so guess what she's in the news for now? And I haven't heard about Grace in years where I was looking at them weird-ass videos she put out. Remember Sway? Now, this is our inside joke. Remember Sway? We had a friend who we was calling Alec Wet and, uh, <laughs> and Grace Jones. And he was a guy, but he kind of looked like them. And he got mad as hell about it. <laughs> Y'all, it was hilarious. Like, tears rolling. It, we were in the floor in Walmart. We used to play these crazy games in Walmart. I mean, we were... Just ghetto, okay? Run in Walmart, get, um, you know, water guns and chase each other and do crazy shit. You know what kids do. We was in high school. I don't think I've heard of Grace Jones since then. We got <laughs> mad at us. And then we walked in and saw Grace Jones and Alec Weck on the cover, and we was just crying in the middle of the aisle, and nobody had to say nothing because we knew we was talking about him. So it was just one of those self-explanatory things. And I'm not going to describe why we was doing it because – Think he's a listener of our show, so I'm gonna just <laughs> keep it moving. Talk about folks like you crazy. That's not nice. <laughs> Look, hey, like both do. of them. Hey, that's what we do every week. What you say, Sway? <laughs> Man, that he looked like both of them. A combination Ooh. of them. Um, and I don't know how they was. Mom- <laughs> but anyway. The hair ride and everything. Oh, goodness. <laughs> yeah. Goodness I wish y'all could have seen that. If it was recorded, we would be like the top show ever because it was just, it was funny. I can't explain. But I say that to say that I don't, I haven't heard from Grace Jones since then. And we were in high school. So that was definitely in the nineties, like 98, 99. But Grace Jones is making headlines because she performed in Brooklyn naked, naked now. And I don't know how old Grace Jones is, but I'm looking at this picture and she looked like, a. you know how they open up those mummies from way back? <laughs> they pull them out. <laughs> this first picture, she looked like a mummy or like somebody tried to put in the damn wax museum and didn't do finish it. You know, like when you... <laughs> y'all they said she's unfinished. Y'all know when y'all lay a towel and <laughs> you know, it'd be scrubbed. <laughs> What's that paper? You know that rough paper you used to have in school? <laughs> anyway, though, I mean, I don't know what's on her face, but it looked like somebody drew on her with chalk. <laughs> this... That's pretty crazy, you <laughs> What was she singing? Love, I don't even... I See, I can't even get to the singing part. But, Mandy, did you see the picture? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. She looked like, you know, them, le- them ashy feet and legs we were looking at? <laughs> Stop it, Travis. Stop it. That's what her body looks like. And then I scrolled down. She's like a mummy, y'all. She ain't real. 
Jean, but, it ain't, but, but can we just talk about, yeah, she looks like a mummy. Yeah, her skin is, you know, <laughs> but Lord forgive me, Jesus, Lord forgive me. Yep. Them damn titties now, come on. You <laughs> say you don't know how old she is. She too damn old to be buck ass naked Ooh. in front of anybody. I mean, if anybody I mean, got turned Lord. on Mandy. Oh. I don't even, who would... How did she have the... Now, she always been crazy, weird, I'll say. Different, eclectic, maybe. I don't know. But this is a bit too far. She, it, look, I'm going to tell you what she looks like, okay? And I'm just going to be 100% brutally honest like I always am. <laughs> she looked like, you know, for those of you that are smokers out there, you know when you get blazed up high as hell about 2 o'clock in the morning, you turn on the National Geographic channel. And, and them ladies be out there, you know, <laughs> collecting berries or whatever the hell they <laughs> That's what she look like. I mean, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Sure. <laughs> but they do. The difference is she's in New York. She she knows. I mean, there's stores where she can buy clothing and stuff. You know what I mean? She don't have to be out there like that. <laughs> Those titties, though, they just sleep or something. Uh, they said she was, like, performing for her heritage for, like, being, what is she, African or whatever? That's why they said she did it, I guess. But some people defending her. You know what? If that's what she wants, if that's what she, you know what? That's what she wants to do, that's fine. But it just was, I personally don't find it very attractive. It's not fine. <laughs> this is not fine because we're not in Africa and we don't want to see this. And her hair, I'm sorry, I, God forgive me because this is bad. I know it ain't perfect, but her hair just look like rats and roaches been eating on it. Y'all see that? <laughs> I mean, they combined <laughs> on that damn head. <laughs> oh, goodness. We, we just said we don't... We're fighting over that head. We don't have no chill on this show tonight. We I can't get over minute, Three minutes in, oh, talk about folks. Hey, wait. I can't get over there. They're on the arm fat. This is like a third titty. Oh, my God. Shit. How did I miss that? I was looking you at see that? that? too. I had to go back and look at the picture. I didn't even see it. I was distracted oh, yeah. by all the other things going on. When was the last time you seen her, Mandy? Last time I seen her, she was in on Strong J, Coming to America. That's the last time I seen her. Oh, she her. still look like that. <laughs> that she, no, she don't. Actually, she don't. I lie. <laughs> she don't. Mm. Oh my God! Like you know, people you say you know you see beautiful in everything sometimes, but I'm no, trying to give it by. Hold on, I think well, whatever she got on her waist is beautiful. What is that? <laughs> what is that piece she got on? I don't know. I'm scared of looking there. I was trying to find something on there that I could say this beautiful and get something positive out of it. But really, I mean, this is too far. I mean, she could pay homage to her heritage, but this is far. So, Mandy, you were spot on with. You turn to the National Geographic and, and you see this, and then she—I mean, she could have shaved the underarms too. Is she gonna be raising them? It's just bad all the way around. I mean, I don't—you know—she wants to. It's just bad all the way around. Oh my God! Not wait. <laughs> yes, sir. Man, I don't know what you can say nice about it. I mean, the mic is nice that she's holding. It's a nice. One microphone. nice word from y'all, and I'm gonna move on. So you said the mic is nice, Mandy. One nice word from you. Uh, let me go back and look at the picture. Give me a minute. Come back around to me. Let me How could you forget that image? I, I mean, I'm trying to. Very, look you know, I'm trying to. Kid, one nice word from you. Um, 
I, I, I just say that she probably could maybe use a little lotion and that is not nice. <laughs> I said nice. That um, is not nice. Okay, uh, maybe she can be uh, Lapita's mother, grandmother, in a past that ain't nice. You gotta find something in that picture. <laughs> This is, I like her headpiece, the 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 diamond headpiece. Oh, I thought you were talking about her hair. <laughs> nah, I thought you were talking about her hair, headpiece. <laughs> like nah. a helmet. Um, I guess okay. Like you know how like when you eat like aged cheese and stuff, and like you know it can be good and everything. Mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. you probably could get some really good aged breast milk from out of those. So I mean, Ooh. that's a good kid. Ooh. Oh, oh God. God. And I already said something nice. That little piece she got around her waist, I think that's her waist right there. Yeah, that's kind of cool. So, yeah, I'm moving on from this story because this is just too much. It's too much. And, Grace, I don't know where you've been the past 50 years, but wherever it was, you need to go back. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> it's like How are you going to talk here. about an African Nubian queen like that? Uh-uh, no, well, she's a new being queen to somebody. Yeah, she is. I wish she is beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> <laughs> moving on <laughs> to the next story. Whew. So, there was a rescue, and you know, God bless. Y'all just got me laughing tonight. Oh, man. God bless, our, you know, the FDNY. <laughs> That's the fire department out of New York. Because they have a hard job. <laughs> they do. They do. And their job got harder this past weekend. I was about to say, did I miss the memo? What y'all been smoking? Uh, I think they got I mean, some of that uh, martini weed giggles. or something. I mean, I want to I uh, laugh, too. Gotta tell the story. Have you pulled oh, up yeah. the last link I sent you? We got to look at the link tonight, y'all. So we all got to be patient with this because this is just, we got to really be in the moment of this, these stories. So the well, everybody last, set it up so everybody else can look it up and laugh with us then. Yeah, let's pull up. So if you pull up, you go to nypost.com, and then you got to just type in FDNY Rescue, the story's and that'll in that, get you there. The stories in that link are the topics I sent you over y'all tonight. No, I got I got the story pulled up. I'm saying for the listeners. So, so do you see that picture? They first they can picture, pull it up, Mandy? too, because we just talking about folks. We, we sound like a... <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm looking at the article now. Let me let me try to. I don't see the picture yet, but go ahead. I'll get it. So at the very top of the article, if you scroll down, the picture be the first thing. Ooh. So it's a yellow man. <laughs> now you know why we. Oh. So go ahead. I honestly thought that they was. You know how you go to the laundromat, <laughs> you put your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought they were pulling out clothes from my house, but no, it's not clothes. There's a lady with clothes on, but she's 910 pound woman to it. Woo! Not <laughs> 900. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, God. Yo, Listen, I'm, hey. I'm trying at the last. Maybe she got a uh, thyroid. <laughs> hey, can you imagine? Right. <laughs> hey, can you imagine like uh, like their faces when they got their car? We got a this mother. <laughs> 
No, you go. You go. No. Yeah, how, do, how do they pick who wins? <laughs> Hey, this is different than putting out a fire. I can tell you that. <laughs> but anyway, what makes it funny is how they he's riding down on her. <laughs> oh, oh God, I can't even get. I can't even talk. Okay, so you're looking at the photo, right? <laughs> So what they turn it into like an amusement ride or something? It looked like a big ass gallbladder or something. What? Why were y'all smoking before the show today? Man. I want to get on y'all's levels. Man, yes. you looking at that photo? Yes. You see how you rock? You know me. We all going to hell. <laughs> Look, I didn't, you know, I just kind of glanced at it, saw the big yellow mesh. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm like, okay, that's funny, whatever. I don't know why y'all laughing this hard. Now I'm looking at the dude. <laughs> you right? <laughs> Look at the man at the top that's holding it together. Don't be mad as hell. Oh, he ain't holding it he like a crank right there. Out. Look at him. He looks stressed out. He used oh, every man. muscle in his Dude, body. What if that thing would have like snapped and broke in the middle of the water? He's bringing it down. <laughs> Y'all know oh. we're going to scare in the kids. <laughs> and, look, and look, they ain't even that high up. Look, you can see the tops of the head of the. They only on the second floor, and it's this dramatic. <laughs> you know what? And I would have been mad if I was like part of them, and we got there. This motherfucker got to live on the second floor. Right. <laughs> oh my god! I know she been at the forever because she went on the stairs. So listen, y'all know when y'all at the fair and y'all had to, you know, you put your kids on them, <laughs> them little riding horses that they don't move. They got that little pole to <laughs> That's what he looked like. He riding one of them. Horses with the pole. <laughs> you know the kids be looking out there. I, but yo, <laughs> I, I had in my head. Whew, okay. So I'm wait sorry. now. Why? Why did? Why was they uh, bringing her down now? Because she wanted to like save her life. <clears throat> okay, this is serious, y'all. She had to be rescued through the window of her second floor Harlem apartment Friday after suffering from an undisclosed medical condition. The woman, seventy years old was hoisted in a large yellow net by FDNY paramedics from her Fifth Avenue home and rushed to St. Luke's Hospital. You know, she's in stable condition, so, I, you know, the last, oh, I, God forgive us, okay? But firemen came down and measured the elevator door. She would not have been able to get out the door, said the building doorsman. <laughs> no shit. Firefighters tried to take her through her apartment door before opting for the window. <laughs> Listen. This is what I'm going to say. Oh, I think, Ken, you probably remember it. Sway, you too. Mandy, this is probably new for you. Okay, I'll be brief on you. <clears throat> Y'all remember when I worked at Mellow Mushroom? It was like well, the first I job. I was the first job I had in Atlanta. So we get a call. <laughs> we, get, we get a call. And Mellow Mushroom, y'all, if you don't know what Mellow Mushroom is, people, it's like, you know, it's a pizza place. A very good gourmet pizza place. A little expensive, but, hey, I like it. So we get a call on the phone. I was new. This is my first week riding there. I was doing deliveries. And they was like, oh, yeah, Travis, we have um, a delivery for seven large pizzas. And I'm like, I'm thinking, yes, great. I'm going to get a tip, you know, because, you know, it's a nice neighborhood. So they all snickering in the back. 
This is what this remind me of. They just laughing. And, you know, I'm new. I don't even know them. So I'm thinking in my head, what the hell are they laughing about? So <clears throat> I get in, in my little car, drive to the place, a couple of blocks away. I'm ringing the doorbell. <laughs> just ringing the doorbell, okay? So I'm thinking, I call back to Mellow Mushroom and say, hey, I'm at the door at this house. I'm ringing the doorbell. Nobody's coming to the door. So... <laughs> They said, oh, it's cool. We know Miss such-and-such. She artists from us all the time. Just go on in. And I'm thinking, okay, this is dangerous. You know what I'm saying? Here I am. That's the start. That's the start. Excuse me. I'm sorry to interrupt your story. Yeah. But that's the beginning to every single porn movie <laughs> back in about 1982. <laughs> I, 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 don't know, I don't know what you get ready to tell me, but it all starts with the delivery <laughs> boy walking in. It wasn't it wasn't porn, but you're right. With that music start playing, <laughs> uh, uh-uh, it was not. It was like a tale from the crypt movie. So I walk in the house and I'm looking around. And I know Hayden kid, y'all might remember the story, but I'm looking around and and there is a slit in this house. And I'm like, okay, this is just there's weird. a what a scent, an odor. Yeah, odor. Okay, okay. And I'm like, this is just weird. So I walk back. And I'm looking around. I see a guy in the distance. You know, older white guy. I mean, he probably was in his he was in his fifties, um, old, like late fifties, close to sixty maybe. And he's like in the chair watching TV. And I'm thinking, I've been out there ringing this damn doorbell. <laughs> so I before I walk up on him, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm thinking like this has got to be something spooky. You know, I asked, I said, hey, um, you know, ordering the pizza, <laughs> delivering the pizza, and he like points. Yo, you can just take it back there. So I go back there, and lo and behold, it's this huge-ass woman. She like 600-some pounds laying on the bed, like on her stomach. Now, I would say she was, she's sweet. I'm going to say that she was sweet. Her ass didn't need no damn seven pizzas. That's why she was 700 pounds. So I was like, in a way, I felt bad. And in another way, I was like, your ass don't need no 700 pizzas. I mean, seven, 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 <laughs> seven pieces. But then, you know, also I had Cokes and shit and all, like, you know what I'm saying, salads. And the dude, he's small. All the pieces I took, she's like, oh, just lay them over here. So I'm laying the pizza there for Then I had to put the table up to get, you know, like, um, you know how you have the nightstand? <laughs> had to put the damn stand up, give her the pizza, open the fucking box up. Are you serious? Yes. Opening the box and then what? yes, and then pour the damn coke. I you did not pour the coke. Tip. You I did not pour the coke. Tip. Sway, she couldn't do it. She could only thing she could lift her arms for really was to eat the pizza slices. <laughs> that <ain't, laughs> that's real. That ain't in your damn job description. No, I'm sorry. That's why the ass was laughing and sent me yeah. out on it. Mm. So. <laughs> FDNY, and I'll never forget that. That was my first week in Mellow Mushroom, my first job in Atlanta. And after that, I was just spooked. I was like, I know I'm not going back there. But <laughs> needless to say, I, or, I actually delivered to this lady several times, and she ordered pizza every week, multiple times in a week. Hey, and did, I was it, just thinking, did it end in a happy ending for you? No. <laughs> no, hell no. And trust me, it wasn't going to end in a happy ending, and I didn't get a good enough tip for all of that shit. Anyway. Maybe she was having a party later or something. You just uh, Her ass wasn't having a party because she started eating that shit as soon as I opened the box. <laughs> I wasn't even out the house. Did she offer you any pizza? Hell no. And the dude didn't ever get up from the stoop. He was in there on a rocking chair watching TV. He never moved. I shut the door. I locked the door. 
he did not move. I don't even remember what the dude's face looked like. I don't think I saw his face because he just points <laughs> to the bedroom. He don't even go in there. That's kind of creepy. Yeah, it's weird as shit. But anyway, that's my story. So, I, F, you know, the FDNY, y'all department, I commend y'all because that right there, <laughs> whew, I had a similar situation except I wasn't rolling her ass out in no room and through no window. So that is that is a hell of a rescue. I commend y'all. <laughs> I mean, that's like going into a shark fest in the ocean and trying to find a human being and getting them out of the ocean. That is huge. That is like putting out a fire itself. Why you got to use the word huge? <laughs> Woo, okay. <laughs> I can't do it. Next story. So, we just go from crazier to crazier. Oh, man. Y'all just don't know. Like, <laughs> I was laughing so... Okay, Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, she's back. We've talked about her three, four weeks in a row. I mean, she's got to be the most popular person in the world. But Bruce Jenner, a.k.a. Caitlyn, has inspired a new Halloween costume that is sure to be a big hit with the men folk this holiday season. Now, why the hell they think it's going to be a big hit with us? I know. For me, I I, I personally want one. I want to feel beautiful and, 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 you know... um, I want to be able to get my own reality show and be popular and stuff. So, I mean, I want one, too. It looks like it reaps pretty good benefits. I want a reality show, but I don't want to wear this costume because this shit don't look good. And then <laughs> they got somebody posing, a guy posing in the damn <laughs> costume, you know, with his mustache and all that. Anyway, so the 65-year-old former Olympian admitted his longtime fetish for feminine things, of course, in the Vanity Fair magazine. Created by Anytime Costumes, the Caitlyn Jenner adult unisex costume is an exact replica. It's unisex. That <laughs> <laughs> was so silly tonight. <laughs> so basically, this costume, it, and it, it's priced. So I'm going to ask y'all, would y'all get this? It's only for a limited time only. You got to get your while supplies last. Quickly, at $63.74, it looked like Caitlyn Jenner. You don't even have to go in there nice to do it. So, man, you yes. like Halloween. It's your favorite Halloween day of the year. Halloween is my favorite day of the entire year. I am the Halloween queen. <laughs> and I'm a- I will tell y'all. But go ahead, Manny. No, y'all don't understand. When I say that, I for real mean that. Well, our house was in the newspaper a couple years ago, and, I, and, and I've been trying to make the newspaper again ever since. I ain't made it, but <laughs> it's going to be there one day. But, um, you know, I'm going to tell y'all a real quick story. Um, for those of you that don't know what I look like or what my husband looks like, I'm, and this will be relative, you'll understand why I'm telling you this. Um, I'm almost five foot nine, blonde hair, blue eyes. My husband is medium to light complected black dude. Years ago, we had to go to a Halloween party and you had to dress as a famous couple. And it, it was a couple's party. Everybody had to dress as a famous couple. Well, it kind of limited us because we are an interracial couple. So, you know, we sat there and tried to narrow it down. And we ended up I want to coming... guess. Yeah, can we guess? I want, I want to guess what y'all, y'all came Yeah, in. yeah, everybody get... Now, now I'm going to tell you, we ended up not doing it, but I'm going to tell you what we what we wanted to do when we changed our minds at the last minute. So everybody guess. What, okay. What, my, do you, what do you think we wanted to be? My guess 
that y'all y'all should if y'all didn't do it, y'all should do it this year. Y'all should be iced tea and cocoa. Yes, honey, that's a good one. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that that that's a great guess, but that was not it. Damn. Uh, Tiger, <laughs> that's good though. I didn't think of that one. Tiger and no, Kelly. y'all got to realize this. This is probably <clears throat> seven, six, seven years ago. This is six, seven years ago. Oh no! Wait, uh, Kanye and Kim. Nah. They Did were- you just hear? I'm almost five foot nine and blonde hair, blue eyed. I can't pull off no damn Kim. <laughs> I wish I could pull off Kim, but I can't. Travis, you got a guess? Well, you told me so it wouldn't be fair. You remember? Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and share it with the tea. So, I was going to put on a black dress and lots of blood and and stuff around my neck. And Eric was going to uh, put on all black and a glove. Oh, and anybody Lord. guess who we were going to be? <laughs> OJ. And we was going to pull up in a white Bronco. Wow. (laughs) And, you know, and for real, we was going to go as OJ and Nicole. Like I said, it was seven or eight years ago. Um, And it's Halloween, so you got to have fun with it, with the blood and the gore and all this kind of stuff. And God, Mandy. (laughs) I couldn't do it. That's why we ended up not doing it. I started researching just because... Um, you know, we thought it would be funny. It's like, you know, it's kind of pushing the envelope a little bit. It's kind of edgy. People would be like, oh, damn, you know. And I started looking up the, um, you know, just to, to see exactly what she was wearing and exactly what, you know, OJ was allegedly wearing. And I started reading about the case and I was like, you know what, this morally crosses the line. I don't, I don't feel right, you know, doing this, poking fun at this. So we ended up not doing it. Um, This might be before everybody's time, but we ended up going as um, Enrique Iglesias and was the girl tennis player. Anna Kornikova. Is that her name? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it was Anna, Korn- Anna Kornikova. Is that her last name? The tennis player Enrique Iglesias. That's who we ended up being. But anyway, my point, going back to the Caitlyn Jenner thing, um, Caitlyn Jenner is definitely a situation that I feel is worthy of being made fun of. Some people may disagree and, you know, but it's, it's certainly not the OJ and Nicole situation. I feel like, yes, it's a serious situation. I don't want to take anything away from that, but it's also a great Halloween costume and you got to have a sense of humor about it. So yeah, I, I agree. I think it's you. a great, I think it's a great costume. And technically a lot of the things in Halloween be dead anyway. So I guess you could have went, but yeah, I guess some people will say it was distasteful. But yeah, Halloween is definitely one of those things where you can push the button. I mean, everybody pushed the button for the most part anyway, because if you think of evil stuff, and I know, you know, it depends on how you look at Halloween. A lot of people look at it as like evil, right? Just because everything be scary. Not everything, but a lot of things be scary. But, you know, I think that that's always pushing the button when you, you know, everything was supposed to be built off of some you know, this Christian foundation and that's taking it deeper than what I want to go. But, you know, I was about to say, let's have a, I, I'm going to interrupt you again. Let's say, let's, let's do that on another podcast. Maybe when it starts getting closer to Halloween, because people are so misinformed as to how mm-hmm. Halloween started and the history behind it. People are so, it's not an evil 
it, it's not an evil holiday. It's I not. I agree with you. And right. you actually enlightened me a little bit about it, too, when you told me your love about it. And, and Mandy, you have to send us the photos of some of your stuff, like your your uh, garage door and you how you make them by yourself, you know. And, yeah. Because I sit there and watch you make one. Or in one that was halfway done, and you showed me how you made it. I mean, it was the coolest thing, and it's one of the best houses I've seen. I can say that. Oh, I appreciate so, that. And I, I, let me tell y'all, I have a, I have a sense of humor about it, which a lot of people don't realize. I make these little tombstones, right? And I always, and I make them to where it's funny for the adults. But the kids don't realize it, you know, almost like on SpongeBob or those little cartoons and stuff where they'd be having them little innuendos that maybe kids wouldn't get. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for instance, one of the tombstones in my yard, his first name is Hugh, just like Hugh Hefner, like H-U-G-S, G-H, I mean, Hugh. And his last name is Jass, J-A-S-S. Mm-hmm. So say that, say that together. His first and last name. Huge ass. Huge ass. <laughs> right. So that's that's one of the. They two are songs. great. Like so, those are great. And and send us a picture. I know you got plenty of pictures. Like send yeah, I've stuff. seen them and I've taken pictures of myself when I was there. But they're really cool. And the, the whole setup and how you had the skeletons out and all that was like the coolest thing. So I will okay. stop by your house on Halloween. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but you know, like what's crazy about this costume too, y'all. And this this is for both you and Swade, uh, Swade and Ken. So with this costume, and I'm gonna get off of it after this because it's probably worth getting off of. The gas panty. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know how to take that one. You, you get <laughs> <laughs> it's well, worth getting it's off right? of. What, what, what you getting off of? Oh, well, there? nothing like that. But I uh. think well, that's what I was gonna say, y'all. It's tough because you can get a gas, you can get a what? gas panty. To tuck your manly bulge. What? Yeah, you can get that so that you don't have a bulge down there, and it costs twenty-two extra dollars. So eighty dollars. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me tell y'all. If any faithful listeners that have been listening, they know that I had a transgender friend for several years, and I'm gonna tell you, save your twenty-two dollars. In this oh, costume, if you if you want to go out and get it, get you some duct tape. Get you some duct tape <laughs> and pull it pull it from the front, pull it to the back, duct tape that bitch oh. up, and save your twenty dollars. No. Hey, what is? We're definitely not using that thing because that seems like it hurt. What if the duct tape? What they do? What if the duct tape gets like caught on your pubic hairs and stuff? Or you gonna oh, shave and narrow that up? I mean, up. that's not like a personal problem. They probably I'm telling you, that's what they used. Hell, to if they were trying to be face. women, period, they probably shaved all. I don't even want to talk about. It. So Ooh. I was telling you. So of course, gay rights. They are pissed about this. Okay, I'm not gonna say upset. This is the respectful disagree show. Everything that come out my mouth is whatever the fuck come out my mouth. They are pissed. Ooh. They said at a time when trans women and gender nonconforming especially black trans women are being murdered at such a high rate and homelessness, unemployment, and accessibility to health care run rampant in our community. You're going to make fun of one or all of us. It is utterly insensitive and deplorable. So they are the LGBT community. Hey, they are not having it. But guess what? This company went on TMZ and they said, listen, 
This is what we do. We've been doing it for years. It's controversial, and we're making money off of it. So we don't care about PETA. We don't care about the LGBT community. We don't care about Black Lives Matter or any of that. This is what we've done, and this is what we're going to continue to do. So what I say to them is, hey, I commend you. If that's your market and that's what you do, hey, sometimes you, you get tired of apologizing. And that's what people like about Donald Trump. It's a whole different story for another day. But that's what they're liking about him is because he's like, yo, I'm not apologizing to you. And not just that. Like, all when you were growing up, teenagers, and weren't you always told not to worry about what other people think? Now we live in a society where we got to worry about what everybody thinks. You know, I'm like, it's a damn Halloween costume. Like, chill the fuck out, man. It is a little overboard. At first, it was like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, we need rights. And you do. It is overboard as, as an American... And as American people, as a unit, we've gotten, I'm just saying we, because, you know, whatever, but we've gotten far too sensitive about everything. I mean, how does how do comedians keep a job these days? Because right. everything they say is somebody's coming at them for it. You know what I'm saying? But how can so, Caitlin... You know, but, uh, no, go ahead, Ken. So I say, I mean, the whole basis of it is we're just mimicking how can Caitlin play dress up, but the rest of us can't. Like she gets to play Halloween every single day. Like, come on. Huh? <laughs> that's a great, that's a great, great point. That is a great point. But you know what? Somebody like Caitlin, I feel like you know it, that goes along with the gig. You know, it, you're in the limelight. You're putting yourself in the limelight. You're sharing your journey with everyone. You know, the hope is to change those people who are in your situation's lives for the better, which I completely commend, really, in all seriousness. You know, hopefully there's some suicides that can be prevented, some lives that can be, you know, changed in a positive way. So I don't want to take anything away from that. But also understand, you got to take the good with the bad as with anything in life. So you're going to be made fun of. You're going to be scrutinized. You're going to be talked shit about. So if, you know, if somebody wants to dress up and get a couple laughs and chuckles as you, you know, for Halloween, so be it. It's just, and at the end of the day, it's really just helping your brand. You're right. It, it you is, know? because I'm sure they're going to find a way to make money off of it, some kind of way. But I will tell you, you know, somebody made a comment. And I agree with it. They said, but y'all can sell Michael Jackson costumes, mocking his skin disease, and everything else. So you're going to pick and choose. And somebody else said, you notice how all of a sudden they mention black trans women when it's convenient. Because they never mentioned black trans women issues when Bruce Jenner was coming out. It was just about him and his courage. But now it's convenient to say all the black trans women, and he's not black, okay? Mm -hmm. So really, I do feel like they just threw that in there. They threw mm -hmm. that in there to get more people on their side. I just feel that way because there was really no reason to mention that because there's more than just black trans women getting murdered and going through those issues. That's It's all trans women. So it is a serious issue. But listen, take, take it lightly. This is Halloween. There's a lot of costumes out there that can be offensive. You know, just move on and do fight for those real rights. And I don't think this fall in that category. Exactly. I, you know, I think they, they're getting like PETA, the LGBT community. Mm -hmm. They're starting to piss me off because they're getting like PETA. I cannot stand PETA, okay? I love animals, too. Okay. Me, but, too, and I can't stand PETA either. Yeah, and it, they, it does more damage than good because it turns people off. They it's lose too credibility. Yeah, they lose extra. credibility. Yep. The LGBT, y'all need to chill a little bit because you're taking it too far, okay? Because right now, people are accepting. You need to be happy about that because that's a big win. Enjoy that. 
enjoy the ride, you know, take it as a win and, and stop doing, you know, it's going to go in reverse. So now everybody don't like Peter. So they like, screw this or screw that. Anyway, moving on to our next story. And this one, I know we laugh all day. Um, you know, we, we laugh, we, I've cried, <laughs> I've cried real, but this is very, you know, a real serious situation. Um, you know, I want to definitely send prayers out to the Virginia, you know, um, reporters that was killed uh, over the weekend. Um, early in the morning, 6.30 a.m., you know, filming, and, and the ironic part is they was filming a positive story about um, a community. And the lady was like, this is a good community. If y'all saw the video, you know, um, the woman that was over it, that was going over the, the tourism, you know, the city for, for tourism, she was talking about how good they want to bring people to the community. And all of a sudden, shots rang out. And, um, you know, basically two journalists was killed after those shots. It was a WDBJ TV journalist, Allison Parker and Adam uh, Ward. And it was shot by a former employee uh, that calls himself Bryce Williams. So basically, he, you know, he you know, when people was looking for this person, uh, this individual, they had no clue who it was. But he did something that's very different and actually kind of scary because people, you know, you have people that like to go out and mock people and duplicate people. And that's why a lot of media stations like we're just going to show them one time. And even that, you know, what I'm saying people still going to know they're going to be shown one time. You know what I'm saying? But basically, um, he wrote a long letter, you know, saying that basically the, the young lady that got killed was racist. And she had made racist slurs. The young guy that got killed, uh, they both was in their 20s, I think. I know one was 24, but they both were very young. Um, he filmed them. Again, he said, lose the gut. And he took them to HR after working with them one time. But the, but the thing that sort of discredited him is that at other stations, this employee had been fired. So he was fired from multiple stations for the same accusations. He accusing them of rape. Two lawsuits was dismissed, and and this was two years ago that he got fired from this law uh, this this station, and they had to physically remove him with a the police to get him out there. So clearly, y'all, this guy had mental issues, uh, and that's not a condoning because that's everybody. I think if you can take your own life, and and I have a psychology degree, I think Ken, you're studying some psychology. Um, you know, I think if you take your own life, you have to have a mental issue because that's hard to do for anybody. You know. Uh, there's something mental that's not ticking, but at the same time, he thought this thing out. You know, he thought it out enough, but it's hard to put yourself in someone else's mindset. But I, I'm going to come to you, uh, kid. I'm going to come to you first. What are your thoughts about this weekend? Oh, actually, it's a couple uh, Wednesday, right? Uh, yeah, Wednesday. Uh, the two murders of the reporters, and and also security. Should should reporters now have somebody else? you know, around them. And did y'all see how he was, he walked up to them. He walked around them. If you saw the full video, Fox news showed it, you, he walked around them and they never looked, they never looked left or right. That probably wouldn't have saved their lives, but it was, it was amazing. And that's not in a good way to see how programmed we are as a society that we stuck in our job, got to do our jobs well, that they didn't even look. And I don't want to take away from this, this matter, but that's, that was strange to me that somebody walk up on me, I'm going to look. 
This dude walked up and saw the toys with them. And then he posted it on YouTube and Facebook and, and tweeted about it. That what he did, how he did it, that seems to be the new way. So should we be concerned as a human race about this thing? Ken, what are your thoughts? Uh, first of all, I have to say that um, I don't think it was entirely your intent, but I'd have to say that I respectfully disagree with you in regards to like somebody who commits suicide having mental issues. I think sometimes the worst thing we could do is try to marginalize somebody else's experience and try to say what it is that they were going through that caused them to come to a decision like that. Like in life, people have different coping mechanisms you know what i'm saying and they're on different levels some people can get a splinter and it's like the end of the world for them somebody else can have stage four cancer and they got a smile on their face but what separates those two people like you can't really say i just think it just does a disservice to those who commit suicide in a way to say that you know there was something wrong with them you know i mean this is a cold cruel rule and everybody can't deal with it as far as this situation here it's just really sad, man. Like, I was at work, so I really didn't get to see it, and everybody's talking about it. And then I just seen part of the video where the chick was running and all, but, well, not chick, but, I'm sorry, feminist groups, I didn't mean any harm by that. I'm just talking, it came out, don't come out to me. Anyway, um, so, like, everybody was like, well, I have another video that you can see, like, and I didn't even want to see it. Like, I just feel like they shouldn't even be showing that on TV. And people are like, well, we just want you to get the full experience. I, I don't want to see that. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's not, we see enough of that in video games, movies. I don't want to see nobody getting shot and killed and that. I don't want to see that. But it's, 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 it's an unfortunate situation. I really don't know too much what to say. What I will say is this, though. My heart goes out to the family and all, but there are a lot of politicians that are so quick every single time one of these incidents happen to want to start talking about gun control. And my thing is like, I know some people are going to disagree with me. Guns kill people. People don't. I mean, damn, what am I trying to say? Um, the thing is I that about, I was about to correct. Yeah, it. please correct me because I done had a complete brain lapse here. <laughs> Yeah, so my thing people is like... Kill, people kill people. Guns don't thank kill you, Thank people. you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I must Yeah, that's what... <laughs> Straight butcher. So, like, I don't... Every single time one of these incidents happen is, like, let's stop it with this gun control. And for me, personally, until I feel that I can completely trust government 100%, I'm not feeling any type of gun control at all whatsoever. People have a right to defend themselves. People got the knockout gangs. People breaking into your homes. People who live in the hood. There's so many situations where people need to be able to protect themselves. These type of situations are going to happen. It's a part of life. You know, bad things happen to good pe people. Good things happen to bad people. It's a part of life. We just got to suck it up and deal with it. But I mean, Stop trying to, like, every single time these incidents happen, try to propagandize it and make it look like, oh, this is the end of the world. We need to do something. This has been happening since the beginning of time, and it's going to continue always. You know, and a lot of times, every time you read about these people, they were on these drugs. Let's talk about what these drugs are doing to people, all these psycho psychotropic drugs. You know, Travis, you study psychology, too. Let's talk about that, too, just as well. Is it the guns? Is it the drugs? Is it a combination? What is it? Yeah, and, and you know, that's a good point you have. And, and going back to what you said, like, well, not marginalizing people. You know, I really wasn't, but it's, I mean, if you look on his history, not just this incident, he has a history of doing these things, being violent. Uh, he has a history of, of thinking in his mind that everybody is against him, right? Everybody is racist. Everybody's doing something. Did you see, uh, and I don't know if, Mandy, you saw that because I'm going to come to you next about this. Did you see where one of the guys had posted a video, 
a YouTube, I mean, a Facebook video of him. He followed the dude. He's filming the dude, and the dude filming him. And the dude is like, "Why are you following me? Why?" It was a road rage situation, but it was it was kind of spooky even watching that. This dude has a history of issues dating way back to when he first started, at least in media that we can find. And when they dig a little deeper, I bet you can you can go something to something in his childhood. One thing he mentioned is that he's black and he's gay, and he feel like that's why everybody's against him. But obviously, it's been proven that sometimes gay people have those psychological issues. I, I do feel like this dude had a mental issue, and, and just as well as everybody else that had committed certain murders. You have to have something that's not right in your brain, a chemical imbalance or something. Some people snap. It To me, I feel, I mean, it could be wrong, but just off of common sense alone and, and, and studies, I do feel like it's a mental issue. That don't excuse him for doing this because you get help. You know, you know when you have issues, and I'm going to be personal real quick. Uh, speaking of those drugs, Ken, that you mentioned, that is, they do need to look in that, into that. Um, I, I faced depression before, I have, and they gave me some medication, I can't remember what the name of it, to fight it. And I took that thing for two days. I did not feel human. I did not feel like myself. I didn't, I felt like I was having an out-of-body experience. Um, and it do have your mind thinking crazy. And they told me before you come off this drug, talk to your doctor, don't come off it on your, by yourself. Cause you can do something crazy. And what was crazy about this drug, it was Paxil, I think. But what was crazy about this drug is that if you take it, you can have suicidal thoughts. And if you come off of it, you can have suicidal thoughts, right? So I'm all, I'm good. I'm just depressed. Right? So yeah, you need some help maybe if you get that far, but then you give me a drug that causes suicide or could cause suicide. I mean, I think I'd rather fight the depression than try not to commit suicide that way, right? So the drugs is definitely an issue. They got to find some way in the pharmaceutical company to fix it because a lot of times it does come back to say they were on these drugs. They stopped their drugs. They did this. I stopped mine on my own, but I was only taking it three days, and it was enough of me. I was walking around feeling like I was floating. I did not, I, I promise you, I was a zombie. And that was my first study in psychology, thinking, oh, I was subscribed to these medications because this is going to help. I had a whole different experience after trying it. I was thinking in my head, I would deal with whatever. I know I'm going to be tough, but everybody don't have that. Mandy, to yes. you, what are your thoughts about this weekend? Do you think as a, uh, a society, this is going to be a concern how he filmed his own killings? He basically... He put out his last report. He was a reporter. He was fired. He couldn't find another job. He basically told a story. Is this something that we we have to fear there's going to be a repeat? Um, yeah, I mean, a repeat, maybe not a repeat, maybe not. But it seems like every single time one of these things happen, you know, whoever did it one up the last person. So it's almost like these, you know, I'm, I'm not a psychology major, you know, I don't claim to be. But when you look at the history of, of these things, like, you know, the Colorado uh, movie theater shooting, um, uh, Columbine even, you know, when you look at all of these things, the one common denominator is that, you know, other than the obvious, there's some, you know, something's wrong with the people. They got some mental illness or something. There is a ton of premeditation, a ton. You know, this isn't somebody who just snaps. True, very true. This isn't somebody who just, 
you know, got pissed off one day, had enough, and just snapped. There is a ton of premeditation. Dude never even had a Twitter account until he just set up his Twitter a week ago. Right around that same time is when he went and got the rental car. Um, I have a feeling that more and more, you know, when more and more stuff comes out, you know, it will show more and more premeditation. And so to me, that's a huge difference. That, that's a huge tell right there. This isn't somebody who just got pissed off one day and snapped and went in and shot up their job. Rational people, I'm sure all of us at one point in time, have gotten pissed off with our coworkers, our boss, um, you know, and just thought, you know what, I ought to just walk out of here and, you know, I, I love to just blast everybody up in this bitch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, but but wait. but we're normal, you know, and, and normal, whatever that means. But but we have enough sense. Our brains are functioning enough to know we can't do that. That's not a realistic yeah, thing. Right. You know, yeah, you you want to do it, but you have something. Well, obviously, these people, you know are lacking, you know, that conscious or that part of them that says that this is wrong. So, so I guess going back to answer your question, yeah, I mean, like this guy did something that nobody else did. He did it on live TV. Okay, so the next guy that wants to do it or the next girl that wants to do it, whatever, the next person that wants to do it, they're going to have to step, step that up a notch. And then the one after that's going to have to step it up a notch. You know, if you look every single time, it's, it's, some way or another, you know, you know, they're, they're keeping up with the time. Social media is everything right now. And you've got the opportunity to blast it out on social media. He just set his Twitter account up a week ago. And it was like just a matter of minutes between the time that it actually happened to when he posted it up on social media. And, um, you know, it's just, it's just sad. I mean, I don't know what else to say about it. It's very disturbing. And, you know, one last thing I want to say about it is I have, normally I don't invite this type. I don't watch these types of things. I don't like to absorb this in. I just happened to be on social media minute by minute as it was happening the other day. So I did happen to see all of the videos that came out. And one of the things that's really disturbing is that I didn't find it as disturbing as I, as I would think that I would. And I think part of the reason is that we're so desensitized, like you said, by movies, video games. You know, he was wearing a GoPro camera. So I don't know, you know, uh, Swade or Travis, I know Ken said you haven't seen it, but I don't know if you guys have seen the video that he posted from his perspective. I saw it one time on Fox and that was, it was crazy. Okay. No, I didn't see that. No, I didn't get to see it. Well, it, it, you might as well be playing, you know, SOCOM or, um, you know, Game of War or whatever them, them games are. I mean, you see his hand, it's, it's from his perspective. He walks up on him, you see his hand with the gun, you see him pull the trigger. I mean, it looks just like a video game. I mean, it really does. And it's like, wow, like, this is what our kids are, you know, the whole world's just desensitized at this point. Very much we, so. We, we get beheadings from ISIS on a daily basis, oh and my people goodness. aren't even outraged anymore. Right. Like, I, it's crazy. Hey, but you Grand see that. You see that they'll sit there and show, like, the ISIS beheadings and all that other stuff. But you see they stop showing those American troops and the Cassettes coming home. They don't want us to see that, though. So they pick and choose. They want to desensitize us, but they want to desensitize us the way they want to. They don't want everything being put out there. Oh, I agree. You're very, very right about that. But see, you know what, Mandy? You said something <clears throat> very important there. 
And I think we've all been through it. I know I had band moments and, and, and fraternity moments and job moments where you are you feel like you at that edge that you're going to explode. But something in our mind triggers us to be like, okay, that's just silly. You know, it ain't that serious. Oh, we have a better life. Tomorrow's better. You know, but, you know, it's hard for us to really say he did. Pre- I mean, it was premeditated. I'm not taking up for him by any chance. Uh, I mean, any stretch of the imagination. Um, he took time to put this stuff together. But there's a thing that's chemical imbalances in our brain. If our brain is off, all of us probably experience chemical imbalance. You're walking straight and you sort of just trip over to the right, to the left. It happens. What happens if that chemical imbalance don't balance back up? Uh, where for us it's it's balanced. For him it's imbalanced. You know what I'm saying? And there's nobody around him that is balancing him out. Like you're married, we have friends, family. You know, I think, you know, they have to look into uh, now I'm going to say this real quick. Psychologists or I'll say psychiatrists because they describe prescribe drugs. Psychologists don't. Psychiatrists have to stop just throwing certain medications out and being lazy. I'm serious. A lot of these psychiatrists are so freaking lazy and and I can't say too much cuz y'all know I'm in the field still. Uh, but they're lazy, so they'll just pitch some medicine to you, okay? They're just throwing medication out left and right, and that's it. They're not taking the time to talk to you on that couch anymore. They're not taking the time. Well, psychologists do. Psychiatrists don't. But they need to go deeper with these people. When he was fired, you know, you, hindsight is twenty twenty. They did send him to a mental institute, so the job did right. But what did those doctors do? And I think... If in all the situations that we've seen, even the guy that y'all remember he killed his his mother, oh the guy that shot up the school, Sandy Hooks or whatever, like he he shot he killed his mother too, right? That was him. He went back and shot her, I think. But even him, it was the medication situation. They really screw that up. Nobody is following through. You can't make people take stuff. You can't make them not take it. But I think that they can do a better job on the front end of trying to control this. And and we're only hearing snippets of this stuff. It's far more out there that's happening like this. And I see it. Hell, I look at what look at what they're doing to the kids. As soon as a little kid act out a little bit, they're giving them Ritalin and everything else. I mean, they're just giving everybody drugs. And why? Because they're making a shitload of money off of it. Making and worse and, and that's the thing y'all like we have to really pay attention to now ADHD and all the drugs were coming out around this time they've been out but if you you take his age and reverse it to kids and I don't know what he was on but a lot of these kids now there are adults were on these drugs for so long and now they're off they think they're fine and they snap you know what I'm saying uh, sometimes things are just better left alone I mean sometimes you do more you know at we're getting probably deeper than you meant to get, but I'm going to tell you this real quick. Um, One time I was in Belize and I I think I told you this and we went, um, we went into the rainforest of Belize. It was like an hour and a half bus ride. We were in the middle of the nowhere in the, in the middle of the jungle in the rain uh, in Belize. So I ended up talking to the bus driver that drove us there. And this wasn't some big, you know, cush tour bus with, you know, air conditioning. This was like some raggedy-ass old school bus. We was for real out in the middle of nowhere. And I was talking to him, and we were talking about the different cultures and talking about living there and stuff. And I said, what is the stereotype of Americans? What do you guys 
you know, stereotype Americans like. And, you know, he obviously probably wanted a good tip. He didn't want to say anything that was going to offend me. But he ended up using the analogy of bug spray because prior to everybody getting off the bus, they were selling cans of bug spray for like $10 each, you know, the tourist price. Everybody bought one. Everybody sprayed themselves up and down, you know, before you went into the jungle because, you know, you're worried about all these weird things, taking them back to the U.S. and all this. So we got to talking, and he said, we don't use bug spray here. None of us use bug spray. We're out in the jungle every day, all day. None of us use bug spray. That's y'all Americans. You know, that's all the chemicals. That's y'all's culture. And I said, well, aren't y'all, you know, don't you get bit? Aren't you worried about catching a disease? Aren't you worried about? And he said, no, he said that we eat natural, you know, everything that we eat is straight out, you know, out of the ground or, you know, everything that we eat is natural. So we get enough iron um, and other vitamins that repels the mosquitoes. They don't want to bite us because we have so much iron in our blood because we eat naturally. You Americans, everything's so, all the pesticides, everything's so processed, you know, everything's so much chemicals. And so now you got to use one chemical to combat the other chemical, to combat the other chemical, the other chemical. It doesn't have, you know, we do so much extra stuff over here. You know, you know what I'm saying? These people are over here out in the jungle with mosquitoes and all this stuff every day, all day, with probably some crazy Lyme disease and everything else, and they're not getting bit. It's, it's just it lit, sometimes living the simple life is healthier than all that. We've just gotten into a society that's just over-medicated. Um, it's just so far out of control. I'm not going to get my on my rampage about that, but I just thought that that was interesting. They don't they don't take medications over there. They don't use even bug spray over there. And you know, I'm sure there's some issues of mental illness over there as well. But I just think we're doing too much over here as far as chemicals and stuff like there's that. There's nothing natural about it anymore. So I mean, you literally taking a nature and God element out of everything. Like there, we're like we're just as processed as the meat we eat, basically. Pretty much. You're right about that. You're you're right. And that's what I was about to say. The food situation is the same way. And that's that's where we are. We approve things over here that they wouldn't dare eat over there. So, you know, it's it's really bad. And I don't understand how this country out of all countries could do it. But, you know, guess what? That's that's the country we live in. And I better stop right there or our whole show will be canceled. So I'm going to (laughs) move on, you know, rest in peace to the reporters and and prayers out to all the family, the newscast, everybody that had to even watch that. Uh, Michael Vick, Michael Vick. He actually control yourself, man. He control. My skin is crawling already. I can't even hear the. You barely got the name out. Yeah, control yourself, Andy. So Mike okay. Vick went to the the Pittsburgh Steelers this weekend. Um, this week, and this is his new home. <laughs> of course, he that's Ken. Ken is from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, Ken is a huge Steeler fan, and that's his team. And I know how how disgusted he was with Mike Vick when he was with the Falcons. And and I know things have changed since then. He went to prison. And and for those that don't know, you know, Mike Vick, of course, executed 
tons of dogs. I don't know how many, but it was hundreds, I guess. And and in a brutal way, you know, out, outside of the dog fighting, then they go and kill these dogs and electrocute. It was really, it was one of the worst things that you could think of somebody to do to anything living, you know, especially a domestic animal. It, it was it was mental illness status. Hey, and that's that's not even me being animal lover or anything. You take that out. It really was like psychopath mental illness stuff. Yeah, that's crazy. And, and if you don't believe me, go look up the actual court transcripts and start reading about the things he did to these animals. This was not this was not just a case of somebody dog fighting. This was yeah, a very was, was brutal. pedophile, crazy, you know, I shouldn't say pedophile in there, but it, it was some distorted Jeffrey Dahmer, you know, killer type weird shit. He it was did doing. make sense. You're right. It didn't make sense. I mean, it, it did go beyond dog fighting is bad enough because Obviously, the dog's getting injured, some kill in the action of fighting another dog. But then the losing dog, they would just torture the dog, not kill the dog quickly. Not that that's any better, but they would torture these dogs. It was, it was bad. It's real it's horrific. Bad. It really is. So, of course, Vic went to prison for a little while. He's rehabbed. Uh, he's going to rehab. He's paid a lot of money. He gave a lot of money to shelters. To me, it seemed like now he has become a better human being. I believe in second chances. Don't mean that I condone that, but I believe in second chances. But I'm just wondering, Ken, I'm going to go to you first. This is your team. <laughs> what he did was, was crazy. It was insane. But he did show the ability to be a good citizen because most people say, okay, well, let's see how Vic can hold this out, right? He, he showed the ability to be a good citizen. Um, I think he did have regret. I think he had a lot of time to think about it. That shit was crazy, like Mandy said, to even do. But what do you think about him on your team uh, backing up your quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger? Um, are you excited about Vic being there? Have you forgiven him for it? Did you think the fans are overreacting? There was over 15,000 signatures protesting this signing. What are your thoughts, Ken? I was actually, like, excited about it and kind of happy about it. Like, I don't have a problem with it. Like, you know, like you said, you know, man, you got into some real heated discussions back in the day because I felt the same way Mandy did. Like, it was, like, inexcusable what he did to dogs because my feelings about pets are... You know, you can't necessarily count on somebody to be loyal to you in a relationship. You can't trust that a best friend won't backstab you and sleep with somebody you're talking to or whatever it might be. All, we got Judases all around us. But once you got a cat or a dog's horde or whatever animal, like you got that animal for life. So I can't understand or imagine how you could do this. And you already was a millionaire, et cetera. And I was upset about the thing at first, but like, I believe in forgiveness, man. Like he hasn't been in trouble since then. He hasn't done anything since then. Like what does somebody have to do to say that they're sorry? Like, how can this man prove to you that he made a mistake? I get it. You know, yeah, I get it. I, my mind was clouded. My vision was blurred. I was stupid. I made a mistake. And maybe I didn't care at first. And maybe it was the consequences of me suffering that made me have a reality check. Like, hey, I really fucked up. You know what I'm saying? But now since he did that, what does what can this man do to get get forgiveness from people? And yet these same people are Christians and believe in God. You want forgiveness. You repent every day. And yet you don't want to forgive somebody else. It's no different than convicted felons. What does a convicted felon have to do 
to earn your trust again or to get a second chance again. Like, let's stop it with this just witch hunt all the time. Like, give people a chance to make it right. And he's done that since then. So it's like, let's just move on. And then some of these same people, like you said, go deer hunting, got all types of animal heads on their walls. And so like, how do we twist and bend it when it's convenient for our hobby or whatever it is we're doing? And then when it's somebody else, like, come on, we all eat animals every single day. You know, after I get done with this show, I'm probably going to cook me some bacon or something. You know, like, does that make me a terror? Like, just, just. I just say stop because like we gotta really? give people a second chance. Play it, really. Peter gonna get your ass. But yeah, you know, you fuck know Peter. I can't. Oh, man, I can't. Oh, don't even bring up Peter for real. Don't even bring up Peter for real because like Peter, I we don't Peter. know if you happy or uh, like. I hate Peter more than Mike Vick because like, you happy Vick on your team. I can't tell. No, I'm happy that Vick is on my team. Only thing I think Vick's best years are behind him. I don't know. Maybe being with the Steelers such a prestigious organization and all. I may inspire him. I don't know, but you know, I think Vic's best years are behind. So, but man, let the man play and just like, let it go. Like, just let's, let's move on and get this man a second chance at life. Well, one good thing I'll say before I come to use of weight is that out of it, a lot of his part of his salary goes to dog shelters, whether he's doing it for publicity or not. I don't know. The good thing is money has been pushed to a lot of the animal shelters. So it does go to some good. There's some good uh, silver lining in it, regardless. Uh, Sway, um, would you want Uh. Vic on your team? After this, do you feel like he's a changed man? What are y'all thoughts on this? I just want to say this before I get started. This man has suffered enough, and now he has to play for the Steelers. Lord. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Rod. Lord, how much more can Vic take? Man's been punished. He's done jail time. Now he got to play for the Steelers. And they, they got a uniform that looked like an old jail uh, uniform <laughs> that striped bumblebee <laughs> the old jailhouse that was Can on the right this element, right? anyway I, <laughs> I just feel you know um, like like Ken was saying let's just move on uh, how much more does this man have to prove um, let him finish his career with the Steelers he don't have that many years left in the league um, just let him do what you know he loves and what his talent is play football so, you know, I think it's it's a little harsh to keep talking about the same thing. Like you said, he's donated to animal shelters and all that kind of stuff. I think we just need to move on, let him get his season with the Steelers, let him enjoy football, get away from, you know, all the, the fans, I mean, the people that's going to prosecute him and all that kind of stuff. Let's move on, let him get with the Steelers. We know they're not going to do much, but, you know, maybe he, he can help them in some kind of way. Hey, right. <laughs> uh, I don't know what your team looks like. Hey, Rod, uh, here can, we go. Can can we just be professional here and stick to the script and not get our little personal jabs and ad libs in? Well, the question is: the first question was, how do we feel about him going to the Steelers? <laughs> Y'all brought the dogs and stuff in, so I'm as, I'm answering the question like, how what can he do for your team? Can can you even answer it? Yeah, he's in front of Laundry Jones, so shit, he could do a lot for a team. Have you seen Laundry Jones play? Hey, he's better than the backup. I can tell you that. Mandy, so I, yeah, I came to you last because I know that you really were, I mean, early on when we discussed the podcast, you know, when we was on the podcast, Vic came up and you just cringed. And, and I understand why. 
And I was the def- I defended Vic early on because and, and Ken was right, we had heated battles because I just didn't believe he did it. I thought that he was set up and all that stuff. I just couldn't believe that. It was just so far out there. But once, you know, I heard it, got to see it, I was like, Wow, I was shocked, betrayed like any other Falcons fan and just like wow and I, and then then I changed with it. But, you know, then, and Ken, I meant to talk to you about it, but I'm, I'm, since I've already gone through y'all, and I know we're short on time, Manny, Mandy, they have Ben Roethlisberger on the team that was, I'm going to say, accused of rape, raping a young lady here in Georgia, actually, a small mm-hmm. town in Georgia. I'm actually familiar with that case. Yeah. So, I, I don't know much about football, but I am familiar with the Okay, so you do remember case. it. So, mm-hmm. you know, he he didn't get convicted of it. And Imagine that. The difference. But, Imagine that. But mm-hmm. he was a big person in football, right? A big star. It was sort of swept under the rug. Steelers fans don't seem to have a problem with that. But now they have a big issue with Vic over the dogs. So is 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 it a catch twenty two? Is it double standard right there? Is it a double standard? Or I mean, what are your thoughts about this case? I know your thoughts about Vic, but you can tell the listeners about your thoughts. Do you feel that Vic should get another chance in the NFL? Period. After what he did, you know, they gave him time, right? Jill, they they said this is how many years you get. Boom. So he served that time. Do you feel like that was justice? Okay, here's here's how I'm going to answer this as quickly as I possibly can. You know, I feel like we are all human. We all make mistakes. I'm not perfect, you know, as much as I claim to be, you know, as closest to perfection that I am. I will admit, I, you know, it's a little bit of thing. You know, we all make mistakes. We're all human, um, you know, and without forgiveness. I mean, you have to forgive. You don't have to forget, but you have to forgive. So with that being said, you know, with I just I read, you know, I probably am a little extra with the Mike Vick thing. I, I read through the entire transcripts and and that was it was disturbing. It was mental illness disturbing. It really was. So that doesn't mean that he should not be forgiven. It doesn't mean that maybe he could have been rehabilitated um, and maybe he is. But what I will say is it was very sick and twisted. It really was. You know, and I try to even take the fact that I'm this big dog lover out of it and just say, is this as disturbing? When you are taking jumper cables and you are holding an animal down and you are shoving the metal end of a jumper cable up, sorry, the butt (laughs) of, of a living creature, and you're holding that animal down, and you're taking the other end of the jump cable and putting it on a battery. I mean, this is like like ritualistic, satanic, weird stuff. This isn't some dude that came up in the hood that didn't know no better and came up around dogfighting like he claimed it. This was very sick and twisted, ritualistic things. So do I believe that he did serve his time? Um you know, everybody deserves a second chance. And, 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 and he probably served his time and did what he had to do and maybe deserves a second chance at life. Where my issue comes in with him in all seriousness is somebody, this is beyond, somebody needs to look at mental illness 
Like, for real, legit. I'm not even trying to be dramatic. The man's a great, phenomenal, you know, uh, football player. Go ahead and play football. That's fine. I don't give a damn about playing him playing football. But as a human being, like, this this was some crazy stuff, you know. And you got to kind of look at, like, is this going to be the next person that's going to go out and, you know, shoot folks on live TV? I mean, I'm telling you, that's the type weird shit when you read through this stuff that this dude did. It's weird stuff. Certainly over so, so I don't know if that answers your question or not. I mean, should he be playing football? I personally don't think so. That's just my opinion. If you talk to my husband or anybody close to me, they'll tell you that Michael Vick is my kryptonite. Michael Vick is somebody I don't hate anybody, but if you ask me if there was anybody I could put a bullet in their head, it would be him. So so I'm probably not the right person to ask about that. As far as the Roethlisberger rape thing, um, I think he was probably given an unfair pass. Maybe because he's white, maybe because he's the star player, maybe a combination of both. But he probably should have been looked at a little bit uh, more thoroughly than he was as well. So yeah, they swept that. That's my two cents. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, for, for sure, they swept that under the rug. Yeah, they swept that under the rug. But you know, and, and people are good because you know the Silla fans, and I, I'm gonna pick on the Silla fans a little bit. It, oh, he had won a Super Bowl at that time, and they didn't want to see their quarterback leave the football. Sometimes the game has become bigger than the morals and values, and this is all across the country. It's not just Silla fans. It's you know all fans. I think where we can't really rationalize with certain things. We, we you know, we we will overlook something if it's a star player because we don't want them to leave because we're going to start losing. And I think that's where the game gets a little bit too serious. Um, but I do think that for those same Steeler fans that are out there protesting, did you protest this hard when you found out about the Ben thing? And and I do feel like he did something wrong. He even said something, you know, like he almost admitted that he did something wrong. But what he did is he made it sound like, okay, we was drunk, da da da. It was nothing serious, right? But I, you know, I do believe he did something wrong. Whether how, how serious it was, I'm not sure. It was swept under the rug. He is the star player, and maybe because he was a white man, because you said maybe because he's a star player. Well, Vic was a star player too. But Vic, no, had, I, sad, sad to say, a lot of it has to do with that he that he's white. Yeah, I mean, a sorry, lot but it does. And so you know, there's lynch moms out for this. So I just think that you know it got to be equal somewhere. But you know, right is right, wrong is wrong. You know, Vic served time. He may should have got a little more based off of what. I think people looked at dog fighting, and they didn't look at the part after the, the dog fighting when they was like, ah, he was just fighting dogs. You know, we grew up in the hood doing that. That's a cultural thing. Well, the way he killed those dogs and tortured it, them, that's it not bad, a cultural y'all. thing. No, it, that's some mental illness stuff, and that's what I'm saying. This isn't even hatred towards Vic. I, I don't even think that he shouldn't be given a second chance or anything like that, but it should really, really be looked at in more detail from a mental illness standpoint because, it, because it really was. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't just some, you know, not to, not to uh, minima, minimalize, you know, dog fighting or anything like that, but this was beyond that. It really was. It. it was beyond 
But then also look at it from a standpoint of this was somebody who was young, cocky. He had a bunch of yes men around him. I talked to Travis about this before back in the day. He kept doing stupid shit over and over from the time, like, he flipped the bird at the fans. I was like, Travis, he's going to get in trouble for that. And you're like, oh, that ain't I'm like, nah, he's going to get in trouble for that. And he, he kept doing stuff over and right. And so it's a like. A lot of small things added up that they let him get away with because he was the star player. The Falcons organization allowed him to get away with so much that I think all of this escalated. And he's young. This is, but, but, he was young, dumb, but see, this is what I'm telling you. I got you, but this is, this is the difference, Ken. You and I agree on almost everything, but this is, this is the difference. Is You can be dumb, have a bunch of money, young, you know, go out, do your thing, do whatever. It, it's almost like the analogy that I gave earlier about, about the, news, uh, the newscaster killers. We all have had a moment at one time or another where we want to walk in and blast everybody in our job. You know, kill our boss, kill everybody in there, fuck all y'all. You know, but there's something in our brains that that knows that we can't do that. We can't take our brain to go and do something like that. It's almost like you can't even put your brain in a place like that. And this is what I'm saying about Michael Vick as a person, is his brain went somewhere and carried out things that is beyond that is crossed the line in the sand of normalcy. But then what you about understand the what I'm that saying? Like caught up with too, because like even though Michael Vick had a bunch of yes men and he was cocky and stuff, he also seemed like a follower too. Like he also seemed a little naive. And, and I'm not saying he's naive in the sense of because when the cameras are off, we obviously see he does all types of little shit. But at the same time, he always struck me as somebody whose elevator didn't always completely go all the way up to the top. That that's that's what I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah, that's what I'm exactly. telling you is I'm not I'm not even in the bash Michael Vick mode right this second. Honestly, I'm really not. As, as you probably don't realize that, but I'm not. I, I think that he doesn't. I think there's some serious mental illness there. I, I really do. I think there's some serious. It's not like it's not like Mayweather. Um, you know, where it's like, yo, I got a bunch of money and I'm untouchable and I can do what I want, when I want, how I want. And here, you know, this was some serious mental illness, weird shit he was doing. So, you know, I think I think he I think he kind of crosses the line as far as that goes. Yep, I, I totally agree. He did cross the line. I think he should have got probably a little more time and then had a chance to rehab. Maybe I think I don't think the time, the crime, the time fit the crime when it came to the murder piece of it. In the end, and you know that's a big difference of what I think you know thought in the beginning, Ken. But you know, you know now I feel like hey, listen, you know he, I know he's more mature because he's older. I think he do really regret it. I think he actually had time to think about what he did and how it works. Now he's been around dogs for real in a different setting, like closer where I think he know they got feelings too. And emo- so I think now he, he gets it. You know, I'll say now, give him a chance. He he's shown. Y'all are getting it, what I'm. Y- y'all are getting. Oh, what I, I'm saying, I though. totally get what you said. It, it, but but when you when you can do any when you can do the things that he did to any kind of life, it doesn't matter if if well now dogs have feelings that there's no differentiating there is what I'm saying. Like this was so sick and twisted, it doesn't matter. This is not normal. A normal person. My husband hates dogs. We have a dog. My husband. I don't want to say he hates dogs, but he's not a dog person. If we had it his way, we would never have a dog. He don't like our dog, whatever. He still would never in the slightest mistreat an animal. 
because it's just human nature. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think Michael Vick should have gotten more jail time. I don't think that it's like from a punishment standpoint at this point. He's done his time. He's done everything. But he needs to be examined as far as like a human being walking around in society that can mentally do this to another living being. And and he's just chilling. Right. And And it's okay for him to go out and make millions of dollars and be a, a... a normal person of society, and maybe he really has received a lot of therapy and a lot of rehabilitation to where he is. And honestly, in my heart of hearts, as much as I can't stand the man, I hope that he has. Right. And you know, I think, but it, I think he has because I think he he did go through a lot of therapy, and I, and he did get it eventually. And sometimes you step away from something you're doing on a regular basis, and you know we've all grown up and gotten wiser. And we say, you know what? That was so stupid. And that's worse than stupid, man. I agree. But I, I think he does get it now. I think that there's remorse there. I think that beyond just making money, I think that he really had time to think about how stupid, sick, silly, nasty, pathetic, horrific that was. And if he can, by playing, because he's not getting his full money still, but by playing, if he can help a lot of animals like he has, then maybe that's the best thing for you know, for, you know, he got docked his pay when he was getting millions. He really ain't getting millions. A lot of it is still going to creditors and a lot of it's still going to the dog shelter. So maybe that's the good part in it. Um, murderers get out too. You know, not some of them do, some of them don't, but they get out too. They murder human beings. Uh, it doesn't make it any better. Uh, but, you know, maybe his job should have been just going around talking to people about his life like Maurice Claret is doing. But anyway, I got to jump off the subject and end with Mandy again. Your boy, mm, Fatty Wap. Fatty Wap, Fatty Wap, Fatty Wap, Had it come to you first. Cue the music, Rendell. That trap queen. <laughs> hey, so <laughs> check this out. Fatty Wap, you know, it's coming out with his album in September. And he released his album cover. It is a picture of him with one hand over his right eye and his left eye, which y'all know, if you know Fetty Wap, if you don't look up Fetty Wap, it's F-E-T-T-Y-W-A-P. I was calling Fetty Rap for whatever. Anyway, but (laughs) Fetty Wap, uh, he, you know, he's covering the the other eye and then the eye that's missing, he got it showing, it's red, it looked nasty. And, you know, I, I just don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. You know, I can accept him with his missing eye. But sometimes it's just over-branding of that eyeball. I think he needs to focus more on his music. This is my thoughts. More on your music, man, and stop trying to be like everybody else and followers and this Illuminati mess that you're trying to do. You know what I'm saying? Get a life because they don't even care about you. You're not big enough yet to even be a part of the Illuminati. So I know you're not in it, but just to be a follower and show it. He moved. You're not big enough to be a part of the Illuminati because they don't want you right now. I'm sorry. They don't. Y'all know that. They only the Beyonce's and the Jay Z's, that level is what Illuminati is. I think a lot of people and it's real, it's real for those that think it's false. But a lot of people think that these new artists come out and they put up pyramids and all this garbage and they in Illuminati. They're not in it, but they're followers, they're pushing the the whole thing, they're stupid. They think it's gonna make them more money. But this right here, this cover is just it's disturbing. Mandy, what's up with your boy? That's her crush, ain't it? Yeah, it was. I got I got a bunch of crushes, but 
No, nah, here's what I'm gonna say. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna retract my my cougar crush on Fetty Wap. <laughs> I, I'm still down for him. I still like him. You know, it, it ain't no problem with that. But um, I'm not as disturbed about this cover art as you are, Travis, because like you know, I always say you can't knock the hustle. Now, with with this doggy dog world of the entertainment industry, as all of us, you know, on this podcast know, you know, a lot of you have extremely talented people that never make it. Then you have people like Britney Spears who can't sing worth a lick, but she's Britney Spears. You know, a lot of it has to do with being in the right place at the right time. And a lot of it has to do with image and branding and capitalizing on what makes you unique. So for Fetty Wap, the the thing that makes him unique and memorable is his is his eye. So right now I'm looking at this picture. You know, I don't think it's very becoming. I don't think that I think he's selling himself short by having to even rely on that. But let's take ourselves out of it. Let's put ourselves in the position if this was our client. okay? and we're trying to market him in any way we can. Well, Everybody knows Fetty Wap because of his eye. That's his gimmick. So so you can't knock the hustle. That's his gimmick. Capitalize on the gimmick. That's that's all he's doing. So why are you retracting your uh, cougar crush? I'm retracting my cougar crush because he got punked out and got jumped the other night. And they pulled out one of his synthetic dreads. And it was a whole <laughs> bunch of bitch assness going on. And, <laughs> you know... You know, that's why I'm I the cover art don't, don't bother me, but a combination of the way he got punked out the other night. And, you know, I like his music, you know, but it's a gimmick. Again, it's only going to last so far is I don't like his music because the lyrical content, it's certainly not lyrics. You know, I don't you know, there's only it's it's just like Lil John with his. Yeah. You know, there's only so many. You know, yeah, baby, the Fetty Wap can do before it starts getting annoying. It's like you're limited. There's only so much of that you can do before it's enough already. So I still like him. I, I still like him. He's still, you know, he's still my boy or whatever. But yeah, but take them down, uh, that damn weave out your head. Come he, on. Yeah, he he got. I don't <laughs> know if anybody knows about that, but he he really got uh-huh. punked out the other night, and I believe it was in L.A. I could be wrong, but yeah, I mean, get it. Yeah. I mean, really, I mean, the eyes one thing, but take the that's damn enough weave right out. there. Yeah. The yeah. Eyes, yeah. Wait, did you see that cover, man? What are your thoughts? No, I didn't see it. Oh, it's not that bad. Don't yeah, let don't let, Travis, don't let Travis hype you up. It ain't that damn bad. I don't really have any thoughts on Fetty really Wap. Like I don't know much about him. Maybe Trap not. Queen. Everybody know that song. Yeah, I heard a little bit of it. It was. It is what it is. Yeah, you got. I really have any thoughts. Hey, you know what, Sway? I'm about to send it to you real quick, and I'm gonna go to Ken. Check that cover out, Ken. What did you think about Fetty Wap's cover? Well, I personally thought that maybe one of them little Michael Vick dogs got to his eye or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. It looked like we Let's just have a moment right now. Because as soon, as soon as I start feeling, you know, real close to one of y'all, I'm like, yeah, we on the same page. Like, yeah, that's my boy. Like, we, we got 
y'all come up with some shit like this. How you gonna say something like that, Ken? You I'm you supposed saying, to be like, my, my political you, brother here. Hey, you, you know, we on the same wavelength with politics. how you gonna with some shit like that. Hey, you said that Halloween is like your favorite holiday. Maybe you should just have him sit on your porch <laughs> and cover his eye up like that with the one hand and stuff. I don't nobody come up on that porch for no candy. That covers scary as hell. Like that just looked like some straight you demonic know ass shit. Like you know what? So you know what? You, you're right. Now I'm gonna t- turn you trying to be negative into a positive, and I'm gonna forget a damn Caitlyn Jenner costume. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna uh, put out a Fetty Wap costume. That's what I'm gonna do. I mean, yeah, that could know, be scary because you could put like a red light in the eye. You know how they say in life, like, like oh, turn I got it. I'm already, I'm already making my money. I, I'm already got it. <laughs> I'm online right now trying to get um, FettyWapHalloween.com. <laughs> Wait, did you see the cover yet? Unfortunately, I did. It scared the hell out of me. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell? Oh man, that's not the eye we want to see. Exactly. (laughs) Why would you do that? I don't. Look at how look at how this culture has turned. We sit there and say like people like were more conservative back in the day. Back in the day, you had Slick Rick. He covered that damn eye up. Now today, people don't give a shit no more, and he just like don't nobody look. We done with it. Like, I mean, a couple episodes ago, Mandy said it was like his gimmick or his prop. And that's what it seemed like. It is now. his like, gimmick. We done with it, but you. come not, on, man. You he can't. was fine at first. Oh. That's what I'm saying. You can't knock the hustle. That's his gimmick. Don't nobody hey, want to see that. Now because that's a little too close up for us. We see it in the distance when he back dancing in the video, but that right there gave me a clear look into that little area where there's nothing there. <laughs> <laughs> Travis, Travis said that little You just expect like at yeah. any moment. You expect it like any He's given moment somebody marijuana smoke is going to start coming up out of it or something. Yeah, we can make an ass. Lighten up a little bit. Um, (laughs) Lighten up on Anyway, listen, yo, Rendell, you got to take us out to a little fatty wop trap queen. This has been another episode of Respectfully Disagree. I think it's our craziest episode. I told y'all we had some crazy topics this time. Gotta laugh a little more, have a little more fun. Hey, live life. You only get one. Loosen up, LGBT and PETA. Damn. Hey, man, I co-signed that. My name is Mandy and I co-signed that. Co-signed. Oh, can you wrong for that? And on that note, we out. Good night, everybody. Good night, y'all. Woo! Man, I swear I love her. How she worked the damn pole. Hit the strip club.